Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Friday, December the 31st. And wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's grace and God's life and God's newness on this day as we end one thing and enter into a new thing. Uh, my friends, we are going to read. It's a little bit longer reading, so I'm going to jump right into it. But it is so beautiful. Again, another reading that we would have heard had you gone on Christmas Day later in the in the morning. So this is kind of the mass, not the early morning mass. That's the shepherds coming. But the later mass on Christmas morning, which uses the John reading, which is so beautiful. It's this poem, and I referred to it earlier this week. Well, we get to hear it today. It is John chapter 1, verses 1 to 18. Very famous passage, and I am sure that you will be familiar with some of these lines. So let's break it open, and I invite you to read it, hear it, as if you were hearing it anew. Okay? Let's break it open together. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to be through him, and without him nothing came to be. What came to be through him was life, and this life was the light of the human race. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came to be through him, but the world did not know him. He came to be what was he came to what was his own but his own people did not accept him but to those who did accept him he gave power to become children of God to those who believe in his name who were born not by natural generation nor by human choice nor by man's decision but of God and the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us and we saw his glory the glory as of the Father's only begotten Son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, The one who is coming after me ranks ahead of me, because he existed before me. From his fullness we have all received grace in place of grace, because while the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. The only begotten Son, God, who is at the Father's side, has revealed him. My friends, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I am tempted, brothers and sisters, to, to merely let that sit on its own. Because what on earth can I say that is going to, that is going to, to add to what John wrote to us. But of course, <laughs> you know me, can't let it sit. I am going to attempt to be brief, though, and merely point out things for us to chew on within this. Oh, 
and and Dexter clearly is pointing out things to chew on as well as he as he just all of creation is is excited about this reading. So a little bit of history. Um, so Mark's gospel begins right away with John the Baptist. No infancy, no no anything like that. Matthew's gospel begins with the genealogy, right, and takes it back to Abraham. Um, Luke's gospel begins with the infancy narratives, but when he gets to the the genealogy in chapter 3, he takes that infancy or that genealogy back not just to Abraham, but all the way back to Adam. But John says, hey, hold my beer. I'm going to take this back not just to Adam. I'm taking it back to the beginning, right? The very beginning. And what are the first words we hear in Genesis? If you were to open it up right now, the first book in all of Scripture, what are the first three words? In the beginning. In the beginning. And so John begins with those, that, that very phrase that reminds us, brothers and sisters, that, that Jesus comes not just from human origin, be that Adam or, or Abraham, that doesn't really matter. His origin is of God. In the beginning was the Word. Now you have to know Word is capitalized here because it's referring to Christ, the living Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. It's so good. It's so good. It's why, you know, this idea of the the theology of John is so beautiful, brothers and sisters. And again, I'm just going to point to things, but I just say, look at how good this is. Look at how good what he's saying is, because it's true. He was in the beginning with God. Brothers and sisters, you know, we call Jesus the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. But, but, but we have to know that that just doesn't refer to that means he's the, the beginning, he was with God, and at the end of the world, he'll be there too, although that's true. He is the beginning of all things good within us. Have you loved anyone today? Blessed them? Been good to them? Greeted them? Made their day better? That beginning, that beginning comes from God. Because we cannot love as, as he says in this gospel, right? Without the origins being of God. Because they're generated at that level. It is so good. All things begin. Brothers and sisters, we cannot love. We cannot love our spouse. We cannot love our children. We cannot love our, our parents. We cannot love our friends. We cannot love our neighbors. We cannot love ourselves. We cannot love without that origin being in God because God is love itself. That's what John reminds us. He is the beginning of all good, all good, right? And all life. I love this. What came to be through him was life and the life was the light of the human race. I love that image of light and life that he, that he brings here. Brothers and sisters, remember the glory of God is a human being fully alive because life is God's calling card. If you are feeling life today, if you have brought life to any situation today, yesterday, this year, you are an instrument of God's grace. God has used you as a conduit. Praise God for that. And that whole idea of the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. John, in writing this, or the community of John, whoever did this, knew the story of Jesus dying. But what they're saying is, oh, you people, oh, you people, That was not the end. The resurrection was. Darkness cannot and has not overcome it. Brothers and sisters, if today we are feeling less than we can and should be, as we look back on a year and say, you know what? 
I was hoping it would bring A, B, C, and D. I was hoping I would be A, B, C, and D in these ways. And we only reached D and didn't reach A, B, and C or E, you know? And we might be feeling guilt or shame or, or neglect, or we might be feeling like I'm not all I could and should be, you know, when we, we use that word should on ourselves. Brothers and sisters, this is not the end. Today's not the end. Praise God that, that D did happen. And, and, and learn from A, B, and C, and E, and its lack of happening, and bring it to God. We don't need to be, to be carrying it in guilt or shame. We just need to bring it to God and say, Okay, Lord, was I off base in, in, in hoping for these things? Or, or believing I was led there? Or my own, you know, whatever, uh, lack of will, or, or my own choices, or whatever? It made, let's learn from that. And let's put it there in front of God. Because God understands and God knows. We don't have to neglect it. We don't have to avoid it. We don't have to pretend it's not there. If we desire God to love us entirely, then let's let God love us entirely. Let's let us love ourselves entirely, filled with wheat and weeds. You know, in prepping for this today, I read something that said, you know, there are three persons um, the one that we think we are, the one that others think we are, and the one that God knows us to be. Brothers and sisters, if, if the one we think we are, if, if what we're placing before God is filled with illusion, God can't love that one because it's not real. And we can't love that one fully because it's not real the more we can embrace fullness of who we are, our wheat and our weeds, the more we can invite God fully, one, to love ourselves in that place. Why? Because God loves us fully in that place. The more we can realize we're loved, not in our illusion, not in we des- as we desire to be, but as we are, as we are today. That that is the gift that God can bring us. You know, again, there's so much more in here, and I'm just not going to keep going on through it because there's way too much. But but I want to point this one out. Um, you know, uh, two more things <laughs> to point out in, in this. Uh, gosh, where are they? Uh, but to those who did accept him, he gave the power to become children of God to those who believe in his name, who were born not by natural generation, nor by human choice, nor by a human's decision, but of God. Brothers and sisters, plenty of what we are and what we do is born of our own decision, born of other people's decisions for us, and we want to please them, or we want to fall in line with them, or we feel controlled by them, or born of, of just, you know, gosh, it's, it's what the, you know, I just wanted to do it, you know, or whatever it is. Plenty of our lives are born that way. But what we have to do is simply look at that and say, how can they be born of God's will, God's spirit, God's light, God's life, and not my own? We don't have to pretend. We don't have to pretend at all. But how can we invite those places, open up those places to that light and life of Christ? So what is there can be born of God. 
and and this line toward the end here where it says from his fullness meaning god's fullness we have all received grace in place of grace grace in place of grace brothers and sisters no matter what we carry today and you know what i think today is is an appropriate time as as we it, as we as we move again as i said from something old to something new um, I think it's an appropriate time for us to look back, this marking of time. In God's eyes, there's nothing different tomorrow than there is in today in terms of, of, of a year. He doesn't say, well, now we're in 2022. That's humanity's way of marking time. But, but what I invite you to do is sit today at some point and look back on the last year and celebrate, because we, we just don't do that often enough. Celebrate the beauty and the goodness it brought because there were beautiful moments and there were good moments and there were moments where, where Christ made his presence alive or other people, you know, were open to that presence and, and that love and life was felt by all of you. Celebrate those. And, and look back on the moments that, that we can learn from and say, that's not who I want to be. Or, or I need to grieve that still in order to, to allow it to, to move, allow me to move through it so tomorrow can be a new day. You know, last two weeks ago, Renee and I celebrated our wedding anniversary and we went out to a local resort, not for dinner. We just went to one of their bars and it had a roaring fireplace and a huge, gorgeous, lit up Christmas tree. And we just sat and had a couple of drinks and we just sat and reflected on the last year and everything it brought. And it was one of the best nights of the year for me because we could just, one, reflect on it, but two, just the, 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 the joy of being present with this person. Brothers and sisters, you don't have to go to a resort, but, but allow a reflection on the passage of time and seeing where God was present and the joy this year did bring Celebrate that. And let's open ourselves to what God has for us in this coming year. Grace upon grace. Whatever we bring, God's life and light are bigger. The darkness tried to overcome it, but the darkness couldn't. Take hope in that. We walk with God. God knows us fully, fully in our light and our darkness, in our shadow and, and, you know, everything. Can we allow and invite ourselves to love ourselves there too? And in doing so, become these new people. Again, filled with wheat and weeds. That's okay. But these new people open to new things in this new day and new year before us. Let's pray. So, brothers and sisters, we uh, finish up the luminous mysteries, mysteries of light. Huh? How appropriate is that today? Uh, and so, again, whatever's going on in your heart and your life, whatever's going on in this past year, let's make sure to bring it today. Let's make sure to bring it today and just put it in front of God and, uh, and let God's Spirit fill that with his light and life. And so we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fifth luminous mystery, the institution of the Eucharist. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, may we thank God for what has been, and thank God for what lies ahead. Enjoy this New Year's Eve. God's peace.